if we have more of the word of God, we understand uh, the values of God, understand how God operates, we will also have a keenness in li- in hearing mm. God, mm. right? Uh, yeah. And and know that that is how God will speak, and uh, so that we can discern whatever we're hearing, is it of God or not of God? Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Welcome back to Discussions with Derek and Susan. We're going to be ending off season two. We pray you've been so blessed. Share this with somebody uh, and like us on our uh, YouTube if you haven't done so. We pray you've been blessed. Consider being a ministry partner together with us so we can bring more content like you that like this to you. And uh, we're looking forward to all that God is going to do in edifying you, helping you to grow in your walk with God and others. We're going to continue in our last episode on the question and answers. And we've had different questions there, putting the pastors in the hot seat once again. Yeah. And uh, Pastor Susan, all right, so you, you can go with this one. Uh, the, the next question we had is, what are practical ways to sharpen your prophetic gift and the gift of discerning of spirits. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough um, one. How do, you, how do you grow in your ability to hear? Uh, I think first and foremost, we must make a decision. We must embrace the understanding that God is speaking to us hmm. and that we, his sheep, can hear his voice. This is the onset. Um, not if, not but. You know, it doesn't matter if... Well, you know, uh, whether you are, God is not looking for sinless perfection or God is not looking for uh, people who are so pure, you know, uh, there's always thing up in the holy mountain. Uh, God speaks to us uh, in um, every day, every occasion, if we care to hear. And God will speak to you based on your own personality, your makeup. He knows you. And he knows how to get your attention. He knows mm. how you will interpret things. So we need to be uh, to embrace that and accept that. And of course, um, learning how to... Uh, I think the word is always the foundational thing. If we have more of the word of God, we understand uh, the values of God, understand how God operates. We will also have a keenness in, li- in hearing mm. God, mm. right? Uh, yeah. and, and know that... That is how God will speak and uh, so that we can discern whatever we're hearing. Is it of God or not of God? And when we draw near in worship, when we draw near in, uh, in prayer, in uh, stirring up our spirit to pray, in understanding and in tongues, we sensitize our spirit men. We sensitize our spirit man. We, we sense uh, when God speaks to us, how do we feel? We sense when the Holy Spirit moves our hearts and impress upon us, how do we, how do we respond? How do we feel in, inside our spirit? So these are ways that we begin to harness our sensitivity. Hearing from God is not something that you can sit in a classroom and learn everything about it. You can learn the specific guidelines, but you have to step into the water yeah. and learn how to swim yeah. and uh, learn uh, the right and the wrong. And sometimes you may fall flat on your face. Sometimes you discern wrongly, but those are the moments that you learn as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, as you're talking, I'm just remembered one thing that I always say and it was said to me is many things are, are caught, not taught. 
And so um, the Bible says, you know, that we exercise our faith, you know, by reason of use, mm, we grow our senses, yeah. and our senses are exercised. And so I think, you know, it's being in the right environment, um, you know, being in a spirit filled church where you have opportunity to wait on God, hear from God, see how other people are doing it. And, you know, it rubs off on you, you know, um, who taught me to prophesy? No one really. I just was in a meeting and and, and I started picking mm. up feeling stuff and started sharing it. And, you know, I wasn't so confident at first and more confidence came. And then, mm. you know, I, I started growing in it by being in an environment, being around it and, and happening. And I think, you know, um, the discernment is also there. Um, you know, people ask me, you know, you're, sometimes it's a, you're sensitive and I can tell when there's a, a healing anointing or there's a deliverance. Anointing. How do you know? Because I've been around it so I can discern because I've been exposed to it. And so that's part of discernment also is being in an environment where you see different types of flow and different things and you, you learn to, oh, that's what that feels like. That's what it's what sensitive is like. So it's yeah. important to be in that environment. And also check in, you know, check yeah. in with people who are more mature. Yeah. Check in with your pastors, your leaders. Hey, I sense this. Do you sense this? Yeah. You know, and that's how you learn, you know, from from others as well and grow in your sensitivity. Exactly. So it's awesome. Great question. Um, Next question. How do you deal with difficult people in the workplace? Oh, okay. That that is really uh, <laughs> practical, right? That that's that is true. Very practical. We will always be uh, having to learn how to deal with difficult people, whether workplace or otherwise, and sometimes in your family as mm-hmm. well. Um, but how do we deal with difficult people? First and foremost, uh, we need to, on the onset, understand that they are difficult because there are issues in their lives. Mm-hmm. Nobody enjoys being a difficult person, you know. So. Uh, when when you have difficulty with that person, you need to understand what are the issues at play here. We mentioned before in our previous episode yeah. uh, that we need to uh, separate the person from the problem That's uh, good. and then from the issues. Mm. So what is the problem here that you're having conflict in and is stirred up by what issues? Mm. Is it his issues or your issues, right? Yeah. So then we address the, uh, we address the issues we solve the problem, but we always love and respect the person. Yeah. We never withdraw our respect from someone because they didn't agree with us or they were being difficult. Yeah. We don't do that because God never withdraw his respect for anyone, even sinners, even Judas Iscariot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes it's understanding God puts us with difficult people to develop the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> and uh, you want to have more fruit, you go through the pruning and uh, yeah. their people will prune us like nobody else. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's, um, you know, understanding God's working in us. How do we learn to love? Well, we learn to love people that aren't mm-hmm. so lovable. How do we mm-hmm. learn to have patience? with people who irritate us, you know, yeah. how do we learn to have self-control mm. when we're putting those opportunities? So I would, yeah. you know, encourage, don't try to remove yourself from that environment, but stick with that environment. Allow God, ask God for his grace. Um, pray, take authority in the situation. If there's demonic activity and, and, and then what walk in love and walk in blessing and, and, and be Christ. Like we've mm. been talking about um, in yeah. this episode, two people. And have honest conversations. Sometimes yeah. it's, you know, Derek, um, um, you know, I'm feeling some tension between <laughs> us. Is there something I can do to help us build a stronger relationship? Having that conversation, I think sometimes it will open up a new friendship. You never know. Yeah, it, and I think that's important, learning to mm-hmm. confront in love mm-hmm. um, and clear the air. You know, um, 
if, if we don't do that, then there's this elephant in the room all the time and it's very, it wears you out. You know, yeah. if you're sitting under an elephant, it wears you out. So yeah. <laughs> go and talk about it, get it out in the open and see what can be done. Mm-hmm. I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth, stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun. Next question. Um, the Bible says to be ready in and out of season. How do you develop the ability to be in, ready in and out of season? Make a decision to always be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Make a decision to always be ready. What does it mean to be ready in season and out of season? What is God wanting you to do, wanting us as believers to do? That, that we are always to be a representation of the Father's love, the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So if every day you're making a decision to grow <sighs> in those areas, to know the Father's love, to know the authority of the finished work of Christ on the cross, to know the power of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you, then you're always ready in mm. season or out of season. God will never ever present to you a situation that is beyond what you can bear or beyond your capacity. Right. That is why when I understood that, uh, even though I'm, you know, even when I come into a situation that is nerve wracking, I know that I am ready because God is ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. And I think, you know, prepare, uh, you know, um, you, you feel called to the nations, get a passport. <laughs> simple be practical why if god calls you or someone gives you the opportunity you can't well i need two months to get a passport if you know that's your call be ready mm-hmm. and it's not always so spiritual i mean that part where you said is great but but get ready if you feel that i'm called to preach well do you have a sermon <laughs> learn get some books on how to sermon go attend a t- class mm-hmm. on how to preach look at other preachers put a sermon together start asking god if you want me to preach do it then you know your connect group leader someone says hey i want you to show then you freak out Mm. because you're not ready Mm. start preparing start getting ready you feel you're called to lead worship listen to worship watch how people do it get in that environment start training your voice Mm. it's on youtube it's free come on so i think it's um just being proactive Mm. being ready if we know that god's leading us and this is our future get ready Mm -hmm. do the work prepare um so when the opportunity comes we are, we are ready in season, yeah. out of season. What does that mean when we haven't planned and we didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I've had to do that too. And, you know, now I can say I can develop. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in season, out of season. I can preach. I can, but I had to mm-hmm. develop that by putting the work in. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes it's just Good. as simple and practical as that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so another question here, uh, how do you uh, pray uh, in a marriage, pray together, but still keep your own personal time with God? What do you and, and Pastor Susan do? <laughs> mm-hmm. That seems like the question directed to you, Pastor Derek. 
Well, I think, you know, um, I think, you know, you have to maintain your own walk with God. You know, I've said this before that our walk with God is personal. And so God's a jealous God. Um, mm -hmm. There's times that I need to be alone with God. I study, I pray with God. It's not in a, a group with staff or even with Susan at times. But then there's times you need to come together and pray and come together on behalf of, um, you know, what is it, what's on your heart sharing, praying for kids, praying for family, praying for each other. Um, praying for what it is God's put in your hand. So I think you have to do both um, and learn how to complement each other because we're all different. So many couples, when they, you know, they find it hard to pray together because they, they have a different style. And so they've not learned to complement each other. So I think that's more the importance is, yeah, you have to maintain your walk with God. You can't substitute me time, you know, just like being family time. We have time with the kids, but we still need time on our own. I think the same thing is true. We need that time with God um, to come before God, and that's intimate, and nobody shares that time. God's jealous. But then at the same time, being proactive to to come together and build that ability to pray and flow together um, you know, in your personal time. And sometimes we have more time than not. Sometimes we have seasons we don't do that as much. Sometimes we need to come back to that season. But I think mm. maintaining that connection um, to where you're building that. And for new couples, you've got to, be proactive. It could be a bit awkward at first because yeah. you're not used to doing that. Mm, yeah. I think uh, we need to make time and, uh, you know, uh, make a decision to carve out time yeah. to do all that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it is good for us to pray corporately. It's good for us to pray individually. Uh, it's different focus when we're individual or when we're praying in corporately. Yeah. And I think being diverse, you know, that time, there's time we pray corporately, there's time we pray with others, there's times we, we have a smaller group, but mm -hmm. this time it's just us, there's times with your spouse, time with our kids, mm -hmm. you know, we, so we, we need to, Bible says, pray at all times mm -hmm. and find those opportunities to pray and connect. You know, I met a pastor once and I will end with this, mm -hmm. uh, and I met him and um, I was with my lead pastor at that time. I was not the lead pastor. I wasn't here. And um, I met this pastor very well respected in the city. And uh, my pastor was running late. And so um, he said, can you go and, you know, sit with him and, um, you know, entertain him and host him until I get there? And I was like, sure. So I went in and met him and said, hello, pastor. So and so it's so great to meet you. And I went and sat down and it was a little awkward moment. He said, nice to meet you. He said, you know, can we pray together? And I was a bit shocked. Mm. He said, I find when I pray with someone, I get to know their heart and get to know them even better than conversing. Mm. Can we pray yeah. together? And I was like, wow, but I never mm. forgot that. And we had a beautiful time of prayer and uh, prayed mm. for his church. I mean, he prayed for me first and prayed for our church and just mm. beautiful. Prayer. And then he said, pray for me. And I prayed for him and prayed for the church. And I felt mm. like there was a connection. And for years to come, That's we right. had that connection mm. because we're connected in the spirit. We're connected in mm. prayer. So prayer is a powerful thing of connecting. We need to pray um, and, and that's where hearts are joined together. I think we, we get the heart of God and we get the heart of each other when we begin to pray together. So there you have it. Mm. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you've been blessed by season two. Any last words, Pastor Susan? No. Um, well, yes. <laughs> well, we wish that uh, you have uh, benefited from all our discussion. Truly, uh, our intention is to really get the word out to uh, bring about a greater clarity, understanding of the way God move in this time and season. God is on the move. Glory is coming and God is really bringing order into the house of God, into the families, into marriages, into the lives of our young children. 
So let's rise up and walk together, participate in this great move of God to prepare the church for what is coming, uh, which is glory. We want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, please like and share and get the word out to as many people as possible. There are many messages out there. There are many noises. But what are the truth? We need to tune in so that the truth will set us free. Thank you once again for tuning with us. Discussion with Derek and Susan. We'll see you in season three. Cause I just wanna see the light.